Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You know, I don't watch a lot of late-night television anymore. Man, uh, back in the day, I, uh, I loved uh, The Tonight Show, uh, Johnny Carson. I mean, that was just, just something you did every evening. It was awesome. Um, and even David Letterman, you know, he was from Indiana, and I always thought he was funny. I thought he was hilarious when he was like a weather guy here on local news here in Indianapolis. But, uh, you know, he made his way up through the ranks, and, and you know, and then he just kind of got liberal and old and grumpy, and, and you know, it just wasn't much fun to listen to him anymore or watch him. Um, but in the meantime, it's just it, it's just so incredibly tedious, and it's not entertaining. I mean, Saturday Night Live, you know, Saturday Night Live, man, when I was in, in high school, college, a young adult, you didn't miss Saturday Night Live. It was an event with Belushi. Oh man, when Steve Martin would come on, this was hilarious. You just couldn't, you you dare not miss it because that's what everybody was going to be talking about the next day. And Saturday Night Live? I mean, who the hell cares? But at any rate, Jimmy Kimmel, there's Jimmy Fallon. I can honestly say, since Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon have been on, I have not watched a single episode of anything they've ever aired. There have been snippets here and there that somebody will post on social media or for whatever reason get covered in the media. And I may watch 15 seconds or so here and there, but I just, I've just tuned out. But, but something that has, has been making uh, its way around social media and, it, and, it's, and it's brought in some commentary. And a couple of people asked me what I had to say about it. And this is where Jimmy Kimmel, I think, just last night or within the last day or so, was making fun of Steve Scalise. Now, Steve Scalise is a U.S. representative, and he withdrew his name from the current fight over who's going to be the next speaker after Kevin McCarthy was voted out. And I talked about this part of it quite a while on Hammer and Nigel yesterday. I, I subbed for Nigel on Hammer and Nigel yesterday. And I, I've been saying since all that unfolded that whatever you have to say about Kevin McCarthy, and there was a lot of criticism that could be legitimately directed toward Kevin McCarthy. The, the problem I have with the Republicans' process here is they didn't have a backup plan. They had no idea who was going to be the speaker after McCarthy. And so what they've done is they've completely shut down the House of Representatives because they can't do business. They can't pass anything. They can't vote on anything until they have a speaker. And so they, they did all this without really a plan. And that's not defense of Kevin McCarthy. But in the meantime, Steve Scalise was the guy who put his, his, his name in the hat. And a lot of people, uh, including me, have admired Steve Scalise. If you recall, Steve Scalise is the guy. who was horribly injured when a Bernie bro, yeah, a supporter of Bernie Sanders, I had Bernie Sanders 
all over his social media, huge Bernie supporter, went to a baseball game where U.S. legislators, where, 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 where U.S. lawmakers there in the Washington area were playing baseball. And Steve Scalise was on that team. And his goal in going that day was to murder as many Republicans as he possibly could. So you got a liberal, gun-hating Bernie bro show up at this baseball game, and and, he, and he's shooting, I forget, it was an AK or an SKS, some kind of semi-automatic rifle, and he's shooting as many people as he can. Well, he horribly wounded Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise almost died, spent a long damn time in the hospital. But he fought through that, and he came back to work. And a lot of people were thrilled with that. Well, Jimmy Kimmel had something to say about Steve Scalise. I or I suppose it's in the context of him withdrawing his name from consideration as far as the election to be speaker among the Republicans in the House of Representatives. But here's what he had to say about Steve Scalise. He's an interesting person, this Steve Scalise. He was one of the biggest gun supporters in Congress. But then in 2017, he was shot and seriously wounded at a congressional baseball game by a man carrying a legally purchased assault rifle. And when he recovered and he came back to Congress, he knew that nothing like what happened to him should ever happen again. So as his first act, he introduced House Resolution 2481 that required all baseball players to carry (laughs) AK-47s in their protective cups. And... um, it's an inspiring story. They'll make a movie about it one day. So isn't that fascinating? So the the Jimmy Kimmel audience just love that. You heard the you heard the laughter. What do you have to say about that? Here a guy gets horribly wounded by a liberal, somebody who hates the Second Amendment. Steve Scalise supports the Second Amendment. He gets shot very seriously. And what Jimmy Kimmel has to say about it is to mock Steve Scalise for still being pro-Second Amendment after having been shot. Listen, here's how this goes more often. When, when, when a liberal, when someone who doesn't respect or support constitutional rights, when they're the victim of a crime, those are the people that tend to wake up and say, you know what, people ought to be able to have the right to defend themselves. The passing laws, you know, it's already, there's already a law against murder. Jimmy Kimmel. It's already a log in shooting a sitting congressman. There were all kinds of laws that were violated that day. Apparently, you're one of these idiots who thinks that passing one more law is going to get a lunatic to suddenly start complying with a law. The way you keep people safe is to allow people the ability to defend themselves. And that's why many more people become supporters of the Second Amendment after they become the victim of a crime. I can't tell you the number of people who have come to take my gun classes. I used to teach a ladies-only basic pistol class. They used to just fill up. It filled up faster than any other class I ever posted and taught. And invariably, what these ladies would would say to me when they walked in the door before we started class is, well, you know, I, I had something scary happen to me. Well, you know, I had somebody try to attack me, or I had somebody, in fact, attack me, assault me. And I decided that was never going to happen to me again. You know, I never supported guns or gun rights, and I decided from now on 
I'm going to have the capacity to defend myself. That tends to be the way it goes. In fact, there was a joke kind of tongue-in-cheek. There's nothing really funny about it, but a joke that you, I, I've heard and told for years, decades. Is a, a, a liberal is just a conservative who hadn't been mugged yet. And there's a lot of truth to that, as you just heard me describe. But the fact that the, the liberal would take someone who was horrifically injured, shot, and be so dense, so tone deaf, as to not understand that that motivates people to have the capacity to defend themselves, to have adequate security, to be able to provide that adequate security for themselves. Because evil exists in the world, no matter how many laws you pass, you can ban every law on the planet. Excuse me, ban every gun on the planet. You can pass every law. You, you can pass the California wish list. Guess what? They still have mass shootings in California. They've had more mass shootings per capita, more mass shootings total in California in the last 10 years than any other state. And they've got the whole wish list of gun control. Why? Because evil still exists. You can't push a magic button by passing a law that make all the guns in the world disappear. It doesn't work that way even without the Second Amendment being there to protect gun rights. But it really, it really I think it bears bear, bear some discussion, and the reason I raise it, that Jimmy Kimmel would mock someone who continues to support the Second Amendment after having been shot. In fact, that's the way it tends to work, Jimmy. And here, Steve Scalise didn't need any lessons. He was always a very, very strong supporter of the Second Amendment, when people become the victim of a crime, they understand how important it is to have that capacity, that legal capacity to defend yourself, defend your home, defend your family. And that's what the Second Amendment is truly all about.